Oren B. Andy G. How's it going, mate? All good? Oh, mate. So busy. So much happening. I've got to calm down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just, the way, eh? Yeah, yeah. It's like fire call-outs. That's good. I mean, that's what I'm there for. Um, yeah. Ashlyn, my oldest, has joined the Scouts, and I'm looking at being a leader, so there's that. Hi. Scout leader Andy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd, I've, I've, I've been a Scout for, for the first yeah. half of my life in that, and I loved it. So I thought, well, let's get involved again. The last couple of weeks, I've been managing half of the veggie farm I'm working on. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, the, the stepping up and stepping up in the world, eh? Yeah, yeah. I didn't get a pay rise or anything. <laughs> <laughs> That's called a Clayton's promotion, you know that, eh? I've never heard that Clayton's promotion. Yeah, it's when you get more responsibility but no extra pay. <laughs> so yeah, I've been doing that. Um, it's been great though, great fun. I just love um, having that opportunity to sort of drive a fun culture with the team and just pat people on the back more. If you know what I mean? Yeah. It worked like a treat. And then at the end of the two weeks, they bought the team, you know, a box of beers and they had a few after work on Friday, you know, and it was that, yeah. little, that little thing that they really appreciated. Yeah, it doesn't take much, eh? No, exactly. So, no, it was, it was a nice little thing. It was good to have two weeks of sort of in-chargeness, <laughs> if yeah, that's yeah. the word. It's, yeah. it's a brilliant spot to work. I mean, so different to what I'm used to being in the radio game, but... You know, the hourly rate is is good too. So it's not like it's not terrible. And yeah. the other thing as well is I've now scored a new radio show as well. So I've got that to do every day. So yeah. <laughs> it's five days a week. Cool. So yeah, it's a bit of fun. So you, I think your message you sent me was you said it was a Taupo based radio station or something. It, was yeah, it? it's a privately owned radio station in Taupo called uh, Lake FM. So okay. it's basically the, um, they call it the home run, the three till six show, 3 yeah. p.m. till 6 p.m. And um, I'll tell you a story actually a little bit later, but um, let's just say my first show didn't quite go as planned. <laughs> um, Out of practice, mate. No, in fact, it was, I'm going to blame my tools for this one. <laughs> yeah. oh, get my, into it, that's the main thing, eh? Yeah, exactly, mate. All right, well, we'll crack into the jingle. Here we go. Two, three, four, five, down the tools, up the mic. A trainee guy, a radio guy, two best mates chatting on the fly. We're musos, we're dads, we're completely the same. We'll yarn about anything, it's all fair game. One hits nails, and one nails hits. We'll review good beers, and just shoot the sh**. We're R&B. And this is Tradio, Tradio. What else has been happening? It's really just work, radio, scouts, fire. I've been getting heaps of drives in, eh? Like lots of drives. I um, had a message from my chief officer about a month ago, and he's like, uh, would you be interested in if we seconded you to another watch? So I'm currently in Blue Watch, which is one specific group that all turn out when their truck, their assigned truck is required. Yeah. Um, and they've seconded me to Greenwatch because Greenwatch have lost a driver to leave for about six months or something, and they're really short on drivers. Right. And and the watch I was in in Blue Watch, there's like seven drivers oh, out, of, yeah. out of nine of them. Oh. And so there's heaps of us, you know, and you don't always get a drive because the other ones want to as well. 
But in this green watch that I'm in now, I'm the only driver that's been turning out lately. So I've been getting heaps in and it's actually pretty awesome. You know, it sort yeah. of gets to the... So basically what it's done now is it's it's helped me meet my consolidation for since I did my driver's, uh, my emergency response driving course. I had to do 12 drives after the course in order to consolidate the qualification. And yeah. uh, now I've done like 16. <laughs> So I'm, yeah. I'm well and truly, yeah, so I just need to get that all signed off now and then I'll be a fully qualified emergency response driver, which is pretty mint. Sweet. Nothing like driving a 10 and a half ton truck at 120 k's oh, now. <laughs> well, yeah. no, not 120 k's because you're not allowed to, but um, yeah. yeah, fast, fast. <laughs> yeah, there must have been some big event today, eh, because fire siren went off here and then two fire trucks been caning out of town towards Kopu. Yeah. And then I, cause, and I, I was just leaving my driveway, so I drove up and went up the coast, went to Tararoo to do a job. And I was working at the guy's house here, and then I heard a siren coming that way. And a police car went flying through like Tararoo, and that's 50 k's now, and he was doing 100 at least. He was flying. Which just yeah. uh, f- for the note, shouldn't be going that fast. Really. Shouldn't be going that fast, but he was caning it. Anyway, he went through, and then Five minutes later, the fire engine following him, full noise. Oh, and then another response vehicle went past, full noise. And then another crash. another fire engine. And then another, un, like a undercover cop car ah. went flying past. I was like, oh, something big's happening up the coast. So, yeah, it must, must be a car crash on the Kulpe Hikawai again then. Oh, no, because see, that's what I didn't understand is that half an hour beforehand, the two fire engines went the other way, going out of town. And I went... And I drove through town and went out to Tauru, and then within half an hour of me arriving there, everything went the other way, going up the coast. So I don't know if someone gave them the wrong information and they went the wrong way and had to turn around, or whether it was two separate call-outs. Yeah, it could potentially have been what they call a running call, which is where they get called out when they're on another call. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so call to call is called a running call. It could have been that. Sometimes, though, there's been times where we've turned up back to the station after a call-out. We've got out of the truck, hung up all our gear, and the siren's gone up again while we've been there. <laughs> Straight back into it. Yeah, exactly. So that's happened as well. That's probably probably what it could have been. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, so that's uh that's kind of it, really, in a nutshell. I I've got to s I think I just overcommit myself to shit at the moment. I've got to try and pull back a bit. <laughs> I'm trying to undercommit myself. I want to get in more fishing and more dirt bike riding. <laughs> yeah, well, that's it. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. I'm filling all my time now that now that I don't go fishing with you, yeah. I've got to uh fill my time with something else. Yeah. Did I mention in the last podcast, mate, that we had listeners in Colombia? I don't know. I think Might I mentioned have. that. Columbia. Well, I can tell you since the last time we called up, we've now got a listener in Russia. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I, I'm wondering, is it, is it if it's Putin, please don't invade Ukraine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Gee, keep you out of that one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyway, welcome yeah. to our Russian listener. I love how the stats break down which countries listen. It's just our little yeah. podcast where it's done from your office in the garage that you built and from my walk-in wardrobe is being listened to <laughs> around the world. Yeah, who would have who guessed, eh? I know. It's madness. I'm, I was mentioning in the last podcast as well, you know, it's February now, and on the 2nd of February 22, it was all the twos, and yeah, at 2.22pm yeah. it was 22.2 degrees in Turangi. Shame it wasn't on a Tuesday. Well, actually, the twenty second of the two of the second twenty two is tomorrow, at the time of recording this, and it is a Tuesday. <laughs> I'm, 
massively satisfied. <laughs> <laughs> what do they call that? Obsessive compulsive behavior? Oh, something like that. Yeah. Not diagnosed, though. That sort of thing's quite hilarious because Blake does that a little bit. Eh? He, like, if, he, you know, if something lines up really well, he always goes to me, oh, that's so satisfying. You know, like, like it's almost <laughs> like a little thing he's got going on. Yeah. <laughs> it's quite funny. Another satisfying thing is as well, there's a little nook in our house in the, that's sort of in the wall, and the vacuum cleaner head fits perfectly into it. Oh, that's awesome. That's yep. satisfying. Yeah, that's, that's, that's satisfying stuff. It's the pinnacle of satisfaction. Believe it or not, my favourite household chore is vacuuming the floor. I don't know what it is about, but it's like hooning around with a vacuum cleaner. It's great. <laughs> you, got new, you got new carpets though, haven't you? Uh, no. Oh, no. I thought you had. No, they were new new 14, 13 years ago. Oh, so they're not new. Not new then. No, they're not new now. <laughs> yeah. Actually, Even you're- dog, You might have ruined it. Yeah, well, that's it. You had a dog. Now you've got a cat. Yep. We have How's a cat. The, how's the cat going? Much to my disgust. <laughs> yeah, you're not yeah. a fan, are you? <laughs> not really. My wife took the kids one day to go and have a look and uh, showed up at home with a kitten. Oh, and right. been here ever since. And <laughs> so no discussion with you? Well, it kind of was. I was like, eh, whatever. If you want to look after it, I said, I'm not looking after it. Oh, it's yeah. your guys' responsibility. But as they left the house this morning, I heard this, oh, we haven't fed the cat yet. Can you change the water and feed the cat? I'm like, here it goes. Yeah. That's starting. See, all they heard when you said, no, whatever, I'm not feeding it. All they heard was, yes, get a cat. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. But, and the worst thing is, I think this is a common trait with cats. It's the person who likes the cat the least that it loves the most. Oh, it's all over you, is it? And thing won't leave me alone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's around my feet. Meow, 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 every day. And as soon as I sit on the couch, it leaps in my lap and snuggles in. It's like, oh, my God. That's pretty cute, though. See, my my wife is the same. She's the same as you, mate. She 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 really doesn't like cats because what does she say about them? They they are they're just self centered, and they only want they only want you if they're hungry or whatever or need something to scratch. We got a friend in Rotorua who has a cat that adopted them. So it's just a cat that turned up at their house as a kitten and it never, le- it never left. And it's the friendliest cat. Oh, my God. Kids would be screaming around the house and this cat would not be scared. We named it Dana <laughs> after my wife. <laughs> She's not best pleased. <laughs> Every time we go, there's a, how's Dana the cat? And she's like, fucking British bastard. <laughs> <laughs> Dana the cat. Mm. Uh, yeah, we ended up calling our one Ellie, as an Ellie cat. Oh, right. Okay. Because I remember Chloe, your daughter, was saying um, she was going to call it Storm, but I guess yeah, that, that's changed. Storm. Yeah. And then we sort of went, oh, it doesn't suit it. And then she came up with Ellie out of somewhere. Ellie cat. Oh, that'll do. So it's quite easy to remember. Yeah, <laughs> I like that. Yeah, that is good. Your wife just had a birthday. How How is it? Good. Yep. We um, had a few people around on Saturday night, had a few drinkies, had a few too many drinkies. <laughs> oh, yeah, as you do. <laughs> as you do. So, yeah, we're well and truly on the way. That'll be the first party we've missed of yours in about five years. Yeah, it would be, actually. It was nearly this time last year you came up for my 40th. That's right. New radio show I was telling you about just at the start of the podcast then. So Lake FM is what it's called. It's a privately owned station, so it's not actually owned by any of the major corporates. Um, Yeah, so it's owned by a guy who's who's been in the radio game for a long time himself. He is retired, 
But he just started up a radio station, and it was a while ago, so it's got a bit of a profile in the Taupo area. And uh, it's just a hobby for him, and he actually pays people to be on it too. So I do a bit of voice work. Yeah, I do a bit of voice work and production for him, which is paid for separately, which is bloody awesome. And then being the uh, 3 p.m. to 6 p.m. host, Monday to Friday, is also a paid gig as well. Uh, it's not yeah. it's not something to you can live off really. It's just a bit of side yeah. it's a side hustle if you like. It doesn't yeah. take a lot of work to actually do. So, you know, I, I actually smashed out tomorrow's show just before we did our podcast. <clears throat> so it, it, it doesn't take long. I mean there is half an hour's worth of prep and probably ten minutes to record it all. Yeah. Grand scheme of things, not too bad. At least it's on the radio, keeps the cobwebs off. I mean, this podcast has been good for that, but now I'm back on yeah. the radio and I can actually say I am a radio announcer again. And my personalized <laughs> number plate on my car is now relevant again as well. Because, <laughs> yeah. because uh, yeah, my number plate uh, basically is a personalized plate for being a radio announcer. So, yeah, it's, it's relevant again, which is awesome. Telling yeah. you about the fuck up, though, like my first show, Monday the 21st, which is today, didn't work out so well. So officially tomorrow is like my first show when it should have been my second. What happened was is that the software that I've got on my computer to be able to see the station's music playlist and where I can actually do my talk pieces, it wouldn't allow me to use it. It just froze and I couldn't do anything. So I got partially through the 3 o'clock p.m. hour and it decided not to work anymore so I couldn't finish the show. Um, what happened there? Did you have to just had to forfeit it? Nothing so I could just blank radio, blank ear time or something. Oh, no, no, I just played music without an announcer. Yeah, it's not a major as long as the music's still playing, I suppose. But, um, yep. yeah, yeah. So tomorrow, the 22nd of the second 22 will be my first official day. <laughs> did you get uh, the software sorted? Did you? Uh, well, yeah, I, I tinkered with it and found a loophole in it, if you like, a different way of doing it. And, um, it worked. So, yeah. That's good. Yeah, but the thing is, though, because it's screwed up so much, because this is what I do, because because I, I work full-time, I have to record this show the night before it goes to air, right? Yeah. So on Sunday evening, because it's stuffed up and I couldn't record any more past the 3 o'clock hour, I, just, I spent all night on Sunday night into Monday morning, what well, it felt like all night, having nightmares about this radio station going off air and, and, <laughs> the, sh- and the show not being right. Because I, I like to call myself a perfectionist when it comes to that kind of stuff, and I hate leaving things yeah. half done. This is the OCD thing again that we're talking about. <laughs> yeah. And all I could dream about was radio stations going off air and me looking like a complete pillock. And, oh, mate, I had a sleepless as fuck night last night. It was horrible. I remember you telling me a story similar to this. Didn't you have an issue with a, one of the first shows you did as a younger host on a radio station somewhere else? Like, was it Invercargill or Rotary well, or something? Yeah, it was Invercargill. Would you like me to tell you? <laughs> Again. Um, you liked enough, mate. So it wasn't one of the first shows I had. This was the second radio station I've ever worked on. And I must have been about six months into the job, if that. And I had a Saturday morning shift. Now, here's the thing. On the Friday night... Me and some of my radio mates wanted, and flatmates, we all wanted to go to town. And I thought, okay, I'll just have a couple because I'm working in the morning. Um, famous last words. So what I did is <laughs> before the night started, I drove my car into town and parked it at the back of the radio station in the staff car park. So I thought, well, sweet, I can just go sleep at the station tonight. Um, once we're all finished up and then my car's there for when I finish my radio show and I can go home again. Anyway, what happened was is that 
we had a big night. My car was still at the radio station. I actually ended up getting a taxi share home and I didn't hear my alarm clock go off at five o'clock. That's that five o'clock in the morning on the Saturday. That's probably because I got to bed about 3.30 that Saturday morning. I probably shouldn't have gone to bed. But anyway, missed my alarm. And then I wake up again at 8.30 that morning, two and a half hours after my show should have started. And I switch on the radio and it's dead. Like there is nothing on air. And what I'd realized was, oh, shit, what it's done is it stopped at the six o'clock weather waiting for a live announcer to come and give the weather uh, forecast. And because there was no one there to press the button, it just didn't do anything else. (laughs) So this radio station in Invercargill has been off air for two and a half hours, longer by the time I had to ring a taxi to come and pick me up and then take me there. It was an absolute shambles. So it was just short of three hours by the time I got back on air, as soon as I uh, got in there, I pressed the button, which started playing the music. But what I had to do before that, though, was delete out almost three hours of music so that the system could catch up to where it should be. So that took about five minutes. And then once I did, I just pressed play and just got a song going. And when I checked the answer machine in the studio, because the studio phones had a built-in answer machine where listeners could call in out of hours and just leave messages, and it was full of messages from people saying, yeah, I've been tuning in this morning and can't hear anything. Anyway, once I got on air for the first time, I only had like an hour to go of my show. And once I got on air, I said, oh, sorry, yeah, I had an issue with the satellite on the roof (laughs) of the building. (laughs) Uh, So we've had the technicians frantically trying to fix it. We uh, apologise profusely anyway. I thought we were going to come into the radio station and pretty much push the button and go, and that's my show, folks. I'll see you next weekend. (laughs) Have a great, have a great day. Um, Anyway, yes, so my boss sat me down on Monday, which is odd because my boss at the time got an automatic phone call from a computer that said, your radio station is off air. And he didn't do anything about it. (laughs) And he just let it go. Uh, Ultimately, it's more my fault, but also he's the one on call and should fix any problems if there are any, and he didn't step up to that. Anyway, can't blame him. Uh, It was my fault for going out and (laughs) not waking up. Anyway, sits me down on the Monday when I go in for work uh, because my proper show was the afternoon show at the time. And he just said, don't do it again. And I was like, oh, my God, I thought he was going to fire me because that is just such a bad thing to happen on a commercial radio station two and a half hours off air just because I was too piss crook to wake up in time. Was he out on the booze with you? No, no, he wasn't. He's, he, he was a much older gentleman, so he, was, he, oh, lived, okay. yeah. Yeah, he, lived, he lived a bit <laughs> further out of town. But, oh, man, honestly, that I've never done anything as silly as that again. Yeah. I certainly learned my lesson. Yeah, it takes a hard knock to learn the lessons sometimes. Oh, I? <laughs> mate, I was just so lucky not to lose my job, you know. I, I could have I could have started my radio career in 2004 and ended it in 2005. You know? <laughs> anyway, that's the story. Thanks for bringing that up. <laughs> oh, it's all right, mate. We've all made cock-ups. <laughs> oh, that's, no, that's it, man. I, I don't mind telling that story now because it was just so long ago, but I was very sheepish for a long time. Yeah. So, yeah, very similar thing happened where there was no announcer at all today on my new show. So it just seems to follow me round. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> you know. <laughs> You'll get it right tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know I have because I managed to uh, squirt out the show before this. Uh, that's good. This podcast. So that's it's in the bag. It's ready to go. So I know I'm happy. Oh, geez, man. <laughs> Honestly, I feel like I've not stopped talking all day today. Yeah. Yeah. Just a very busy, busy life at the moment. 
So were you doing the manager's role today or is the manager back today? At no, the, ma- the manager was back at work today, so I'm back to normal work hours again now. I've got to say the pace slip was pretty good for the last two weeks because I was, I was pulling some crazy long hours, but I prefer that. You know, I'm one of those that likes to get to work really early before anyone else and actually get shit done yeah. and, um, yeah. you know, tidy up a bit to make the workspace a bit, you know, more appealing and, yeah, I just think if you've got a clear workspace, and you know it's a lot easier to get your job done. But yeah, I like to get in there early. So yeah, my my pace looked looked really good, and um, it was enjoyable. Yeah, yeah I liked good. it. Yeah. Anyway, I got. I tell you what, man, I, I I I'm very thankful for my wife actually because I was so so tired. I was doing twelve plus hour shifts. I was just so so tired on Saturday morning. She let me sleep in. She went once she got up. She shut the door and kept the kids out, and I was I was very grateful for that. And I still only slept until like seven forty five. I just can't yeah. do it. I can't do it anymore. Yeah, getting older, mate. You need to get out of bed early. Yeah, I know. <laughs> can't sleep as much. The old days of of uh, sleeping in until ten am not happening. No. I don't know if you can see, but I think I've got the same phone you have. Oh, yeah. I was at a twelve. A twelve. Yeah. yeah. Is that the yeah. one you got? Yeah, it is exactly the one I've got. It was only like $299. Yeah, it's pretty good, eh? Yeah, it's good a nice phone. phone. Just don't drop it like I did two days later. Yeah, I'm trying not to go down and buy a case for it. <laughs> yeah, well, I got I got a case for mine. It arrived too late, but the case is, the case is pretty good. Yeah. I dropped my one, my old one. We already had a crack in the screen, but then I dropped it again on uh, Saturday night. <laughs> oh, did I you? I dropped it on the and <laughs> really finished the screen off. So, yeah, time for a new one. Yeah. Uh, ever since the case arrived for my cell phone, I've not dropped it once. That's just <laughs> uh, Murphy's Law, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Quite funny when you buy a new phone, eh? you sort of look around and you go, there's actually four other cell phones here. Don't <laughs> We've got four of them, but each one of them's got a little glitch. Like one of them was my old one and, it, and part of the screen doesn't work. Oh, yeah. You touch it and nothing happens. Mm. And then the, the other one that my missus had, that was a, it had the, the processor and it must have been starting to go and it just takes forever to do anything on it. And uh, she brought a really nice new iPhone, but then for her work, her work gave her a new iPhone. So there's a new iPhone in the drawer that doesn't even get used, but I would have used it instead of buying a new phone, but I don't like those iPhones, eh? Yeah, they're awkward to use. Don't like them. It's the same with Apple Mac computers too. Like, I just don't know how to use them more than the fact I don't like them. (laughs) Everything's ass about face. Everything's different. Yeah, strange. It's like, you know, generally when you're using a Windows computer, it's right uh, left-click everything, right? But on Windows Mac, it's like double-click both buttons at the same time and then (laughs) triple-click the right one. No. No, thank you. (laughs) Actually, talking of phones, Dana and I, my wife, we've we've got uh, a lot of our old original phones from when we first met, a couple of flip phones. Oh, yeah. And still had the charger for it too, found it in an old box of cables and actually charged it up, turned it on, had a look and found some of our first text messages to each other 14, oh. 14 years ago. <laughs> sweet. Yeah. We, so, we, believe it or not, when I met my missus, we used to write love letters to each other. Used to get almost one a week from each other. Well, that was before cell phones though. <laughs> uh, yeah, we had the cheap, remember the old, was it Nokia or Alcatel ones? They're real slow. You pulled the button down to go. A, B, C. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> those. We had those. Oh, shit. Yeah. So I've still got all the original letters. Oh, box. nice. Yeah, it's good having that sort of that, 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 that stuff. Eh? I mean, it's nice to look back on. I found I was looking at, looking at some stuff the other day and I found this. It's in a, she she wrote, me a, um, wrote me a Valentine's Day card. This was like 
two, the year 2000. Oh, really? 22 yeah, years ago? I, I've still got it. Look, it's all got my name, Oren, my, oh, so sweet. I'll go and read it. <laughs> read it out. Hey? Read it. Oh, no, it's just what it says on there, look. All the different things for, is it, all, is it backwards for you? Nah. No, no, it's, it's the right way. Outstanding yeah. boyfriend, really sexy, ravishing, interesting, naughty. Ooh. Ooh. My only love, yes, it's true, light of my life. Oh, I wish it could be Valentine's Day every day. Well, it is if you put your mind to it. Oh, look at that. Now, if That's she hears that on air, she's going to be horrified and probably kill me. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can make a decision now. Do I delete it or do I keep it? I'll, let, nah, I'll put it on there. <laughs> put it on there. It's kept. I've not deleted it. Everyone's just heard it. Well, it's 22 years old anyway, so she's yeah, probably yeah. probably past the embarrassment of it. I mean, you kept it all these years, mate, so it must mean something. Trading. Talking of my wife, actually, she recently had a bit of karma gone wrong. You know, good karma is meant to be a positive thing. Yeah. Some good karma came to her the wrong way recently. She went to Mobile to put some fuel in her car. When she got out to fuel up the car, she noticed a pair of someone's reading glasses on the forecourt. So once she filled up the car and then went inside to pay, she handed in the reading glasses. You know, good deeds. Someone's missing them. Yeah. Hopefully they, they go back and they're there for them. She felt good about that. So anyway, when she got back in the car, she felt something drop out of her pocket and she thought, well, oh, that's probably just dropped inside the door. I'll get it later. But when she's driving off the forecourt, she's thinking, I wonder if that actually did fall down next to my seat or if it fell out of the door before I shut it. Anyway, she had to go, because it was a one-way system where she exited the forecourt, she had to go all the way around and then back again. And then when she went back to where she parked her car, there was her FPOS card sitting right on the forecourt. Oh, yeah. So she'd almost lost her FPOS card because she did such a good deed finding someone else's property. (laughs) And I thought that's a glitch in the matrix. That's good karma gone wrong, right? That is. That is. That's right. I had a little thing like that. Today we did a, um, a school trip with the kids. My wife, who's the deputy principal of the school, rang me first thing this morning when she got to school and said, can you spare the morning, come for a bushwalk with us? I was like, oh, all right. So went out for a bushwalk. We just finished way up the top of this mountain where we went up to this lookout and we're walking back down. And I just noticed down in the grass, there was someone's bracelet, a nice little bracelet. And I thought, oh, it's bound to be one of the kids. And I picked it up. I was walking down the track and I thought, and I looked at it and I went, oh, uh, someone probably dropped it up here and I didn't really think much of them. I hung it on a tree yeah, half, halfway down the track and I walked down a little bit further and we were all stopped at this little area. And this one girl there was talking to the teachers and I heard her say something, oh, I lost my bracelet. And I was like, damn it. And I went over and saw her and I said, it was a rainbow colored bracelet. And she said, yeah, yeah. And I said, ah, I know where it is. So I had to walk all the way back up the hill. <laughs> <laughs> it's like same sort of thing. Good deed gone wrong. I just hung it in yeah. the tree and then damn it, I realized it was one of the kids. But you so managed to find all it. All the way back down. I found it hanging in the tree again. Yeah. Nice. Oh, that's good. Well, at least you remembered which tree you put it in. So I got a bit of extra exercise. <laughs> it's a bonus. It's a bonus. Trade. Ice cream trucks been doing the rounds around my streets. Like I haven't heard an ice cream truck in years, and suddenly there's one that goes around us twice in a row. Has it got the cool Mr. Whippy tune going? Yeah, I, I think it's uh, someone goes do 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 do. Every New Zealander knows that sound. Yeah, yeah. So it was quite cool actually hearing them around uh, the area. But this, I haven't heard an ice cream truck in a long time. And here's the thing, you know the old um, the old saying from parents, where it's like, oh yeah, kids, if if he's playing the music, he's running out of ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> Ashlyn, my oldest, 11 years old, has actually wised up to that now, and that joke doesn't work anymore because she said to me, well, Dad, why is he still driving around if he hasn't got anything to sell? And I thought, oh, shit. (laughs) Outsmarted you. She got me on that one. 
we didn't end up getting ice cream anyway because, well, my wife controls the finances for one. Um, <laughs> but no, yeah. it was, yeah. I've ice cream trucks the though, today for ice cream. Yeah. Sometimes they do Pop Goes the Weasel. I've heard that tune. And there's another one. There's uh, one that drives around at Cook's Beach, eh? And I, I can't remember the tune, but it is not a normal ice cream truck tune. It's almost like dance. It's almost like dance music. <laughs> yeah, it drives around. You can hear it coming from a mile away. Oh yeah, I wonder if it's like um, LMFAO party rock or um, <laughs> I don't know, but it's Gangnam like, style. Uh, some weird. <laughs> What's another one? Play? It's like I've heard another goes. Um, <laughs> Come and get your fucking ice cream. Get your fucking ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it tastes like shit anyway. Our kids actually don't like those ice creams. They don't like truck. And I said, oh, do you guys want an ice cream? They're like, nah, yuck. Don't like those ones. I'm like, sweet. (laughs) Wow. I've never known kids not to like the old soft serve. Yeah, but they always want them to go down. They've got expensive taste. They want to get a Magnum (laughs) or something like that. Yeah. 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 I want a Memphis meltdown big hokey. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) No, you're getting a $1.50 soft serve. (laughs) Yeah. All I can afford. Bit of pig fat and a cone. Oh, pig fat. Yeah. Okay. That's Ugh. changed. That's changed my whole perspective of it. There used to be a, a rumor, didn't it, back in the day? Was it? Were, I, people used to. Oh, people used to always say, "Oh, yeah, it's got pig fat in it." Those ones, they get the pig fat and mix it into the blend to make it fluffy and. <laughs> oh really? Like, oh, I don't it know must, if it's true. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe they just aerate the shit out of it. Yeah. yeah. Remember Corbin Shuttleworth we were talking to last week? He's that young 18-year-old fellow who's the son of one of my uh, good friends. Yeah. Anyway, his son has uh, been inspired to start his own podcast since he was on ours. Hi. Uh, he's got together with a friend of his at the radio school he's studying at here in Christchurch. Uh, we'll, we'll do a bit of a plug for it. It's uh, it's called Bats, Balls and Blokes, and it's a sports <laughs> A sports yeah. podcast, and they've put yeah. one episode out. You can find the episode on Spotify. I haven't had a chance to listen to it yet, but anyway, I offered to make them a jingle yeah. for their podcast, and so I spent about, I don't know, it's about three and a half hours making one on Saturday. Yeah. I think it came out really good, eh? Oh, you beauty! That's Bulls and Blokes. I love him. Oh, oh. That's Bulls and Blokes. But I'm the referee on this team, not you. That's balls and blokes. Nice balding. Maybe it's against his religion to hit the That's balls and blokes. Madonna between the pumps. That's balls and blokes. We call that name Joe. Oi oi! It's a podcast with real nuts. Yeah, I think it came out really well. I might have to start a business making jingles if I can find the time amongst everything else I do. Yeah, yeah. Why not? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I've made him the jingle. Whether or not he uses it, I don't know. I mean, I do that stuff for fun, so if he doesn't use it, yeah. then fair play. But, yeah, that's cool. I mean, that's nice, mate. You and I are now on our 13th episode, and we've already inspired someone else to do a podcast. Well, there that? you go. Yeah. It's a win-win situation, isn't it? Absolutely. Well, he's got all the equipment to do it because he's doing a radio course, so he's got access to all of the... Yeah. All of the studios he needs and all the equipment. So, yeah, why not? He's obviously got the passion for it, eh? He does, yeah. He does. He does. Just before we spoke to him last week, though, we were we tested our uh, – or the week before last, the last episode, we, we tested my home brew. 
And yep. um, I've still got a little bit left. Eh? Some of my colleagues at work have asked me if I could take some in this Friday for Friday drinks. And I thought, yeah, why not? Yeah, try might, it, yeah. might as well. Yeah. Did you finish yours? Uh, I think there's one one left in the fridge. I think. Oh, yeah. Well, I had some yeah. more on the weekend. Eh? It's, it's just, I'm so proud of that brew, man. It came out so good. Yeah, it wasn't bad, that one, eh? It's an yeah. improvement on a couple other ones I've had from you over the years. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but this is it, though, because I've a few different people have tried my beer, and I, I don't actually like giving away my beer because it, I'm just like, when they try it, they're like, oh, yeah, it's great. Where really they're like, it's, it's fucking shit. But I don't want <laughs> to say that to your face. So, yeah, you know I'm very self-conscious about giving away my brews, but this one I'll stand by. I'm quite, quite happy with how it came out. Yeah, you know I me, mean, I'll tell you the truth. You've already heard me go, that one was shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. I think, yeah, after that one, I ended up having to drink the rest of it myself because I didn't want to throw it out. Yeah. That's right. So they go, mm, this is really yum. Most mm. <laughs> refreshing beer on a Friday. Yeah. Surprisingly, though, you don't get a crazy bad headache on it, though. Yeah. It was good. I had a crazy bad headache the other day, but that's because I drank quite a lot of beer and then had decided to drink like a bottle of wine behind it. <laughs> you never learn, bro. You never, I never learn. learn. <laughs> I never learn, mate. Was this at your wife's party? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, we had it. But uh, yeah, I think I think her and her sister drank quite a few bottles of wine. Yeah, but they stuck to one thing. <laughs> they stuck to one thing, and they drank water. But I, the worst thing for me was that I'd actually a mate of mine and I had actually been out for a dirt bike ride that morning. We shot out and probably rode for two or three hours flat out, and um, got a bit. I think I got a bit dehydrated. I drank a fair bit of water, but it wasn't enough. Mm. And I just came home, got sorted, had a shower, and straight into the beers. So. That wouldn't have helped. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah. A bit dried out, so. Yeah, yeah. Not yeah. properly hydrated. Well. I'm sitting here drinking water. Yeah. Beer is bloody 80% water anyway, so. That's right. Yeah. A hops in there. Yeah, exactly. Still got the hops, actually, from my home brew, which I'm I'm saving up for another one. I don't know if I'm going to put another home brew down for a while, though, so I'll hold on to them for now. Yeah. This is the thing, too. Like, if I've got... 60 bottles of beer sitting in my garage. It's, too, it's tempting, isn't it? There you go. Yeah, might as well have a couple of beers. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, yeah, I think I'll just uh, r- remove the temptation for a little while. Yeah, yeah. yeah. When is it? Dry July. Maybe we should do that. Five months away. Okay, you're on. Let's do it. <laughs> and we'll try Movember. You'll probably win that. Movember? Yeah, we'll try Movember as I well. I had a shave yesterday. Look, you can see the shadow. <laughs> I've got a mate who literally shaves, and if he sneezes, he's got a beard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I get sick of shaving, actually, because I, if I don't, I, I do. Look, I need a haircut, and also, you know, one day, two days growth at the most. Yeah. It looks bloody awful. You're losing Even a bit of going grey. Yeah, I'm just going to say, you're losing a bit of colour up there, mate. Yeah, look at that. <laughs> Both sides now. There's the odd grey one up here. The odd grey. <laughs> I've been out in the sun a lot this year, eh? My hair's gone real blonde and light again. Oh, is it? It's blonde. Is that what you call it? Yeah, but, well, shit, whatever that colour is. <laughs> the lighting, the lighting in your room there really highlights it. Yeah. Oh, gee, thanks, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Brings out your eyes. Brings out your eyes, yeah. Brings out the hair colour. <laughs> oh, man, it's getting really warm in this room now, eh? I need to put a fan or something in here. Yeah, I've got my little fan there, but I don't have it going because you'll probably hear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, 
Are you going to do any jokes? Oh, yeah, we do the dad joke, of course. Dad jokes are bad jokes, but actually they're good jokes because we're dads. All right, so do you want to start this time? Um, <laughs> I'm already laughing at mine. <laughs> oh, I, might, I might save this one till last. <laughs> okay, here we go. I'll do your one. I don't know if I did this one last. Did I do this one a while ago? I don't know. Say it. Hmm. What do you call an Irishman hanging from the ceiling? Oh, chandelier. Yeah, yeah I, think chandelier. I did do that one. Okay, no, I won't do that one then. <laughs> Funny how I can remember and you can't. Too yeah. much Too much binge drinking. Too much binge drinking. Got a fucking memory left. <laughs> God, it's windy outside. Really? I just heard that, yeah. Real windy. Or an earthquake. Yeah, did you feel that one down there at all? No? It was well, one at the top of the South Island one there. Yeah, appara- apparently. I, I sort of, my wife said it to me the next day. She goes, you felt the earthquake last night. And I remember sort of feeling something, but thought nothing of it, because it was, I don't know if it was me or the seat I was sitting on or what. I was sitting on a bar stool. And sometimes they shudder when they lose a bit of pressure. <laughs> yeah. Or maybe I'm just a fat bastard. <laughs> um, and then I remember just looking up at the at the um, the light hanging over the breakfast bar in the kitchen to see if that was swaying. So something told me that I felt something unusual. So that must have been it. Yeah. Anyway, dad joke. Who is the most lonely billionaire? I have no idea. Alone Musk. <laughs> <laughs> he's just he's just put like was he. Just donated $5.5 billion worth of Tesla stocks to earn, end world hunger, eh? Did he? It's insane. I saw a chicken crossing the road once. And it was like poultry in motion. <laughs> <laughs> okay, why do stand-up comedians perform poorly in Hawaii? I'm not sure. Because the, the audience only responds in aloha. <laughs> <laughs> That's a bad... A spider just crawled into my keyboard. It's okay. I have it under control. jeez. Oh, I don't know where it. I don't know where it entered. Got to give it some space. <laughs> oh, they get worse all the time. I was in Tesco's and I saw a man and woman wrapped in a barcode, and I said, "Are you two an item?" <laughs> Gordon Ramsay goes to Australia and makes a lemon meringue pie, and the whole audience cheers. That's strange, he says. I thought Australians usually boomerang. Fucking donkey. You fucking donkey. It's fucking raw. He's a fucking hard case, that guy, isn't he? (laughs) Yeah. Okay, here's one. I'm on a whiskey diet. I've lost three days already. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, dear. I've lost a lot of weight just by wearing bread on my head. It's a new loaf hat diet I'm trying. <laughs> I once got fired from a canned juice factory. Apparently, I couldn't concentrate. <laughs> All right, here's the joke that I was snickering at before we started. You ready? <laughs> I don't know why. This is. I think this is funny. There's a new COVID-19 strain that's causing people to gain massive amounts of weight. It's called the Om Nom Nomicron variant. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a good one. Nom nom nom, Micron. <laughs> oh, that's good. Uh, have I got one more? <laughs> no, that's it. Oh, I should do this one. You can pick the best one out of the news one here. I just found a funny oh, one. Go on, bonus dad joke. I'm really excited for the autopsy club I've just joined. Yeah, Tuesday is open mic night. <laughs> Poor Mike. <laughs> <laughs> 
dad jokes are bad jokes, but actually they're good jokes because we're dads. Om nom nomicron. It's interesting, eh? Interesting that our Prime Minister reckons by the end of March that uh, we should start seeing the peak of people catching this current variant and then mandates will start relaxing. Um, I kind of hope that's true. Yeah. I keep forgetting to like, whenever I go places, I'm like, I forgot my mask. Or when I get out of the car and start walking towards the supermarket, I left my phone in the car. I need that to scan in. It's getting getting annoying now. I'm fucking sick of it, to be honest. Have you seen that... um Kermit the Frog one. I don't know. I might have told you this, but it's got Kermit the Frog cycling on a long, on a long on a push bike, and he's like, going, "Fuck it, I'm out of here." And so the next thing, when he's going back the other way, and he's going, "Fuck it, forgot my mask." <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I forgot my mask. Yeah, oh, no, god. this is it. But hopefully, hopefully, the prime minister is uh, is right, and in her informants given her the correct information because I hope it does hit a peak and then starts to mm. bugger off. Give me the Kermit the Frog variant coming out next, though. Hey, you watch it be another. Another one they come up with. It's a current variant. Booster number 20. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Can imagine like 10 years. Don't forget, it's been 10 years since your last booster. So get your 45th one now. (laughs) I I think once it all goes, gets better, it'll be good. Then we can just go to the beach, go to parties. I'm looking forward to going to a concert. Yeah. I really want to go to a concert. Like, because Kings of Leon was supposed to be here in March, but they've had to delay their concert. Oh yeah, a few few um bands have had to, eh? I haven't been to a good concert in years. Nah, same. I think the last one I went to was like Ooh shit. Would Gotta think about it. 2017, 16, 17 around there when I saw Incubus. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um All right. I don't think I've been to one since then. That was the last one I went to. Yeah. Mine would have been the... Sheeran when he was yeah. here, but that was before that. So Mine would have been the uh, Fitty Younger Summer concert and before that Green Day. And that was a while ago. Yeah, yeah. Holy shit. My wife was pregnant with my first daughter when we went to see Green Day. <laughs> shit, what was that? 2000, that was, yeah, 2010. Crikey. Oh, geez, I need to get off my ass and start getting into some concerts again. Yeah, yeah. Holy crap. Yeah. Your, um, Erin was pregnant with Chloe when we went and saw Jack Johnson. Oh, yeah. So we went to Spark Arena and saw Jack, Jack there. And, Epic. Um, yeah, she she. We had to try to move a little bit because the, the wafting clouds of marijuana smoke wafting <laughs> over the whole crowd. She was breathing it in. She was a bit worried that it might affect the baby. <laughs> yeah, L- Liam Gallagher is coming to New Zealand. Eh? I'm I'm keen to try and snag some tickets for his show. That'd be quite yeah, nice. I saw that the other day. Yeah, yeah. be bloody good. Yeah, I noticed you got. Oh, uh, yeah, no, I should um, ask you this, Liam and Noel Gallagher. Yeah. Which is the one who did most of the songwriting? Was I it think, Noel Gallagher for, for Oasis, or was it the other one? I'm not too sure what the percentage was. I know Noel wrote a lot of them, but Liam penned a few as well, and he, he's a very good songwriter himself. So. so why did they have such a big falling out? Like Everyone reckons, oh, you know, they'll never get back and do a concert uh, together, but I think they cool if they did. But. I think they both had different ideas for Oasis. That's really where it stemmed back to. Uh-huh. And then Oasis ended up breaking up because they just couldn't get on with each other. And actually, when I went to see them at Wembley in 2000, um, they were at each other then on the stage. And it's just in front of everyone. You know, yeah. people people love that about Oasis. So the brothers, the Gallagher brothers start arguing on stage like, yeah, come on, boys. <laughs> you know, that was just part of their show, but I think it got too much for them and they ended up separating, you know, and yeah. Um, yeah. it's unfortunate. But no, I don't know what the percentage is of who writes what. I, I know that. You know, Noel is the more musical one. 
Um, yeah, but Liam Liam has actually written some bangers for his uh, for his solo uh, tour. Is, is Noel done a is doing solo stuff or nah? Yeah, well he's, he has. Yeah, my wife went to see him, which I'm really jealous of at the big day out, one of the final big day outs before it stopped, yeah. and uh, he was with the High Flying Birds. That was his band. Oh yeah, and yeah, uh, yeah it was good. very good. And the thing is, when they both do their solo tours, they play their own stuff, but they also do play uh, a lot of Oasis songs as well, which is quite nice. It's quite cool. Liam Gallagher's band was called BDI, but I can't remember if he's still with them or not. I honestly, yeah. I've sort of lost track of it. But um, yeah, talking to concerts, that's one I'd love to go and see. Actually, it'd be quite epic to see, especially after 22 years since I last saw him. Yeah, yeah. Oasis. I still got the ticket stub. <laughs> it's actually uh, in the same box with my old cell phone that I was telling you about earlier. Uh, my... You're like me. you got a little collection box too, eh? Yeah, keepsakes. I've, I've got, yeah, I've got one downstairs that's sitting in the garage and it's got like heaps of old like Supercross tickets and concert tickets from stuff I've been to over the years. You know, you just keep the little stub and oh, it'd be cool to look at one day. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. i got some, yeah, there's heaps of stuff in there. Even my old school shirt when I left sixth form, everyone just signed it. I did have my one of those, but I honestly don't know where it went. Oh I yeah, was, I thought it was still hanging up at my mum and dad's in the in the wardrobe. But I looked there one of the, uh, probably about a year ago, and I was there because I'd actually thought of that, but I couldn't see it there. So I don't know whether it's home here in a box stuffed away or. Well, when I, I found know. when I found mine, um, it must have been a few months back now when I had a bit of a clean out in the garage and found it again. I was like, I'll try this on. <laughs> and- I was a little bit smaller back then. <laughs> yeah, I think yeah. I would have been too. Uh, just before we wrap up, mate, I noticed that uh, the echo isn't as bad in your room. Yeah, this time around, I'm, still getting, a- yeah, I'm trial. I'm doing a little trial this time. So, if the trial works, well, then I'll improve it for next time and I'll yeah. make up some stands. So, yeah, it's definitely a homemade trial, but it seems to be making a little bit of difference. Yeah. So you just got the blanket draped over your door, and yeah, it's sort and of. Down over a um, like a stand behind me, so it's yeah. just a big wall of blanket. Yeah, it's, so, it's. I noticed that there is still a bit of echo there, but it's not actually lasting as long. Yeah, so it's like so what it I'll is, do is I'll I'll make up two tall stands that go right up, and then yeah. I'll put that so right behind me the whole thing. Make a little man cave. That's the way. I'll a man cave in. I got Then I have a man cave inside my man cave. It's just in my man cave. So. <laughs> yeah, that's one way to do it. Yeah. All right, mate. Cool. Well, nice to catch up. Yeah, mate. Bye, bye. Bye. See you later. <laughs> Yay. Train.